This is a Federal News Network podcast. A small but profound change in Defense Department procurement is underway, namely a move away from the DUNS numbers used for decades as a way to reference contractor corporate entities. And the vaccine mandate picks up steam against unvaccinated service members. Those stories are part of this week's DOD Reporter's Notebook by Federal News Network Scott Mossioni and Jared Serbu. And Jared, the idea of changing from DUNS numbers seems like something arcane deep in the process of procurement, but it's really a profound change in implications. Tell us about that, and especially whether it has any coordination with the civilian side led by GSA there. Right, and it certainly does. And, and you're absolutely right. It, it permeates every facet of government procurement. These DUNS numbers, which are uh, originated by Dun and Bradstreet, um, are used for tracking every transaction in the, in the federal government. Every contractor has one. In fact, a lot of large contractors have many, many of them. GSA has been working on getting rid of the DUNS number, not getting rid of the DUNS number, but replacing it with a non-proprietary government operation numbering system for just about as long as I can remember. These these have been a feature of government procurement for a good 25 years in, in one way or another. What's happening is in April, they are finally going away, at least for government procurement purposes. DOD, in a new memo just last week, is telling people it's time to start that transition now because they want to make sure all of the system interfaces are going to work correctly when uh, D-Day finally comes for DUNS, which is going to be in early April. Um, but DOD procurers to start transitioning to GSA's new system, which is called the unique entity identifier basically right away. Yes. And will they be able to have any advantage other than some cost savings, which GSA has cited, but will this help control procurement in some way? That is to maybe understand your vendor base better or your buying patterns? I think a lot of that remains to be seen. The one thing we we do know pretty much for sure is there will almost certainly be some cost savings. The government has spent quite a bit of money basically on subscription fees to Dun and Bradstreet just for the uh, basically the permission to use its proprietary number system. There have been the, the, the current contract between GSA and Dun & Bradstreet goes back to 2010. GSA's paid them about $208 million over that time frame, again, just for a relatively restrictive license to use those services. One of the other advantages is those, those licensing restrictions go away since this is now a government-operated system because in addition to that $2 million, a lot of agencies had to buy their own subscription services to do things like researching procurement patterns within in their own agencies or really any other use of the the, the DUNS system. This U, UEI system is going to be, again, operated by the General Services Administration. Agencies or the public can do whatever kind of research and uh, dig into the database really in any in, in, in any way they, they would like to. So it gets rid of the cost and it gets rid of the proprietary nature of the system. And as they transfer their information from the DUNS numbers to this new universal identifier, Will DOD offer vendors and offer its own contracting workforce some kind of a translator service so you can look up what the DUNS number was and what the new number is and maybe vice versa? Yeah, a lot of that is already being handled automatically, at least in theory by GSA's new system. The uh, or It's not really even a new system at this point, the integrated acquisition environment. So each vendor at this point, as long as they were in the system for award management, they have been automatically assigned one of these new numbers, one of these UEIs, and both numbers are associated 
associated with that vendor in in the system for award management at this point. Um, it, it, it's a good question about what folks are going to have to do, though. On the, I think most of the burden here, uh, for for the most part, is going to fall on the government procurement side as far as uh, transitioning over to the new numbering system. Contractors really won't have to do anything in order to register for one of these UEIs. It'll happen automatically as soon as they register in SAM. And again, folks that are already already in SAM have already gotten one of these new numbers. The thing that uh, larger firms will need to be paying attention to and be aware of is that they themselves will start having to use these new UEIs starting on April 4th when they report subcontracting transactions back to the government. And they actually can't start doing that early in the way that the government can. DOD is telling them they need to wait until April 4th and make that transition on that day and start reporting by UEI. All right. And Scott Massioni, you're reporting on the establishment of a cybersecurity consortium between the Defense Department and universities. What does that look like and what are their goals for it? Well, some of this remains to be seen, but this new consortium is focusing on cybersecurity, as you said, and it'll open up communication between specifically historically black colleges and universities and community colleges to find creative ways to protect networks. There's going to be a a emphasis on creating best practices, innovation, the things that the Defense Department's been trying to really build up over the past few years. Uh, They want to share insights between the two, so this is going to be mutually beneficial. Heidi Shu, who's the Undersecretary of Research and Engineering in DOD, said more detailed information will come later, but they're going to have specific challenges for these different consortiums. So they might be looking at zero trust or looking at other sorts of cybersecurity challenges that they can do. Uh, what this stems from is a 2020 mandate that came in the Defense Authorization Act that just asked the Defense Department to build these consortiums so that they can really get the most out of the academia and uh, uh, other organizations that the DOD can pair up with. All right. Do we know the organizations that they are pairing with at this point? Do we know the which colleges? Right. Yeah, we don't know exactly which colleges yet. Uh, we do know that the Defense Acquisition University is part of it, along with many of the Defense Department's cybersecurity uh, sort of organizations within uh, you know, Cybercom or within the Defense Department itself. So they'll be reaching out to different organizations and different uh, academia, different colleges, and bringing them into the fold as this consortium continues to grow. Scott, while we have you, of course, it could not be a week going by without an update on the vaccine mandate in the military services and whatever the Supreme Court said about civilian areas of the economy last week didn't apply to DOD, did it? Right. Well, there's more and more going on every week with the Defense Department and vaccines. What we found most recently is that the Army has a little more than 3,600 soldiers who are refusing to get the shot. Now, that's a very small amount considering the size of the Army. However, it does mean that the Army has to start moving forward with punitive actions. They've said at this point, they've issued nearly 3,000 general reprimands to soldiers, but they have not yet started to uh, separate soldiers yet. Uh, They have relieved a few leaders from duty, including two uh, battalion commanders. Uh, But at this point, the Army has not caught up with its other sister services in actually letting go of people. The Marine Corps is is by far ahead. They've separated more than 350 troops. The Air Force and Navy have respectively fired 87 and 20 people from their services. Uh, One other thing to mention is that the Marine Corps has become the first service to grant religious exemptions to military services. They gave two Marines uh, military exemptions 
after denying literally thousands of religious accommodation requests. So the Defense Department is really cracking down and ensuring that these religious accommodations are something that are truthful and ones that, uh, you know, are really not frivolous at all. If you take into account that the military service members have to get about 17 different vaccinations to serve, uh, you know, if they take all those sure. those 17 vaccinations and then don't take this one, that something's probably a little fishy going on. So uh, that's one of the things they're taking into account. And remind us, those that are released under the vaccine mandate for not having a vaccine, that is not an honorable discharge, is it? That's right. It, it, it Well, it can range. It depends on how they go about doing it. You can get an honorable discharge. There's also a general discharge with honorable conditions. That's really the least amount that you can get on this. So uh, there won't be any dishonorable discharges or anything like that if you're separated from the military for not getting the vaccine. Federal News Network Scott Mossioni and Jared Serbu. Check out their DOD reporter's notebook at federalnewsnetwork.com. Pop quiz. What can you buy for three ninety nine? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash best music for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.